Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. Live from Minneapolis, this is the Small Scale Life Podcast, and I am your host, Tom Dahmer. Since we are live streaming on YouTube, second time's always a charmer. I keep doing these second time shots. Anyway, I would like to welcome all of our listeners and viewers out there, especially the insiders from the Small Scale Life Facebook group. Thank you for tuning in, and welcome to the show. Yeah, we had a couple little uh, glitches again, so uh, we're just working through it, you know? this new technology, and, and I'll talk a little bit about that uh, as we move forward. So today, beyond technology, we're going to discuss one topic that hangs around like a bad skunk smell, and that's debt. We haven't done a show completely focused on debt before, but it folds right in with our frugal living focus here at Small Scale Life. As we move forward, we're going to get more. Uh, we're going to get into that topic more and more. So uh, it'll be kind of a good. It'll be a good one. Trust me. Uh, so a lot of us have debt. And you might be wondering how to get rid of it. Well, Julie and I have been working on our debt for a long, long time. And we took one big step closer to becoming debt-free Wednesday. It's really exciting for us. So we're going to discuss that on Season 2, Episode 15 of the Small Scale Life Podcast. In case you're new to the Small Scale Life, this is a blog and podcast dedicated to developing a sustainable life through gardening, healthy living, frugal living, and having adventures along the way. At Small Scale Life, we're always dedicated to learning, doing, and growing. This podcast is brought to you by the Small Scale Life Facebook group and the Small Scale Gardening Facebook group. We'll hear, from, uh, we'll hear about both of those groups later on in the show. As we start the show today, I wanted to let you know that we're making some big changes to the way the podcast is hosted and delivered to you. Um, this is all part of that technology thing. We're leaving our host, Blueberry, and going to a new host called Fireside. I'm giving you that little peek behind the curtain on how we produce this stuff. So why does this matter? Well, um, we have been using Blueberry since almost the beginning, and uh, certain hosts like Blueberry and Libsyn have a limit on the amount of material uploaded to their site per month. I pay a $20 fee, and I was able to upload about 250 megabytes of show of data for or shows onto their server. And that seems like a lot of data in a month. It really does. Um, the trouble I was having is that we run an hour-long show, and those can bump into the 100 megabyte range, which, uh, you know, you don't have to do uh, too much math to realize you do a couple of interviews and then a couple smaller shows, and you're really bumping into that upper limit at Blueberry. Um, as we grow and scale this podcast, we might be doing uh, more interviews. We might be doing more. Sh I'd love to do more shows in a week. Uh, like this week, we're going to try to cram in two here as we head into the weekend. You give you guys a lot, uh, you, everyone a lot to listen to uh, this podcast on uh, becoming debt free. And then also um, part one of a three part series with Michael Jordan, the Michael Jordan, the B expert. So be looking for that. So um, as we grow and improve our systems. I would like to do more interviews like that. I'd like to do other shows. I'd like to get on the road and do some shows with people at in, in their environments, at their farms, or at, their, um, at, at other places. So I needed a better solution. Fortunately, I've been working with Kevin Geary. Um, Kevin Geary from Rebooted Body. And uh, he, uh, RebootedBody.com, he has two podcasts. He's got his 
Rebooted Body podcast and his Bite Size Wellness podcast, and he wanted to have them under the same banner. Um, he did some looking around, and he decided to transfer everything over to Fireside. That's a new um, podcast hosting service set up by podcasters. So figure they would uh, know what we need and know uh, what we're doing. So um, he liked the service, he, and he is working with the analytics, working with their support people to improve their analytics. Um, so based on his recommendation, I decided to move over there as well. So I've moved over about the last 10 podcasts. I'm working on getting all the other ones over there. And the other good news is I had six podcasts. My first six, my first six shows were orphaned over at uh, SoundCloud. And I just hadn't pulled them into Blueberry yet. I didn't want to give up that space per month. But um, as long as we stay under a 100 megabyte range per show, I can pull those right in and it, it... it, it happened. So all of those uh, orphans over at SoundCloud have been pulled in under the Fireside banner. So that's pretty cool. Um, you know, you can listen to them. Um, I'll relink. I'll probably have to relink everything, but that's okay. We'll get that done. Um, and I'll be pulling everything over here in the near future and, and linking it all up because Blueberry is going away. Hopefully there'll be no interruptions and this will be a smooth transition. If there are any issues, if you experience any problems listening to or downloading the Small Scale Life podcast, let me know. Uh, email me at realsmallscalelife at gmail.com or hit me up on the blog. Put a comment on the blog. I'll see it. Or um, contact uh, Real uh, Small Scale Life through Facebook. You can de- uh, direct message me there as well. Um, for those insiders, uh, for the insiders who were looking to uh, get on the live stream last night, I was going to do this last night, but we ran into a little technical glitch. Um, yeah, lots of technical glitches. We are moving out of this house uh, on July 15th, and we ran into an Xfinity problem. Some reason, Julie and I went out to dinner last night, we came home, and for some reason, someone in the Comcast Xfinity network turned everything off. That means the servers, our, our, uh, our internet connection, and our cable. Dead, gone, deactivated, completely deactivated. So uh, we spent some time on the phone last night getting everything hooked back up. And that's why I'm able to live stream today is we were able to get internet working again. And since I work at home, uh, I need the internet. (laughs) And uh, cable, that's dead and gone. They deactivated that. So it is gone. Um, But since we're doing podcasting and making our own content, I don't need it. So we're going to get rid of it minimalizing already right so uh, i know the boys were a little shocked by that but uh yeah let's start let's start start your world today so all right well that's a little bit about the technological issues that we've been having here we're moving beyond we're trying to make improvements here so we can scale up uh we've got uh got a lot of things planned and and uh my main partner in crime is also thinking about getting on the podcast so we've got to make sure the stuff is moving smooth so she can jump on too so more on that in the future but uh we're going to have a lot of fun moving forward things are going to be great um and life has just been incredible, incredibly busy. We have had a crazy, crazy, chaotic summer once again. Um, you know, I'm hoping that things slow down at some point. Uh, Jules has been telling me that it will. 
Uh, we'll see. <laughs> it, it, it seems like every summer we say this for the past couple of years. But we are making steps. We're making steps to make that a reality, to really slow down and, and have a smaller scale life. We really need to. Um, it's not just a mantra, but it's something that we're working on doing. Um, we have been on the road, though, and that always creates a little bit of chaos in life as you pick up and travel. Uh, we were traveling a couple times over the past week, week and a half or so. Uh, we had some fun, short trips, and, uh, you know, I really can't complain. I shouldn't complain about the chaos. It is part of the part of the fun to uh, go see folks and spend some time in other places. Um, you know, our first little trip, uh, not last weekend, the weekend before, we went to Lake Mills, Wisconsin, and uh, Julie Ryan and I went down there. We were heading there f- to see family. Uh, there was a graduation party down there. Congratulations, Haley. Way, way to go. Uh, we'll see you at Winona State uh, with Ryan. Um, but it was also great seeing all the extended family down there on Julie's side. We got to reconnect with everyone, and... Uh, I was able to finally schedule a guys-only event in late August. The ladies have been getting together for years, and us guys are pathetic planners. We have not uh, set that up, but I was able to um, set up a weekend. So we're going to have a family guy, uh, a guys-only weekend um, here in August, and that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm sure there'll be a blog post or two about it um, as we go to the land and we enjoy the land and and uh, see the trees, maybe shoot some guns, have some fires, uh, and just talk amongst the men. So that it'll be a lot of fun, um, and it also kind of kind of plugs into uh, this whole. Um, the tribal thing that Jay and I were talking about and get it starting to get it in a group together and family is one of those groups that you can get together and, and have a lot of fun with and we should do that so it'll be it'll be a good time and I'm sure there'll be more about that uh, when it comes so when we went to Lake Mills uh, rather than camp in a tent we decided to stay at a mom and pop style resort in Lake Mills and uh, right on the lake there in town I think it's Rock Lake um, we had some time on Saturday to enjoy the beach and the lake and staying at that little mom and pop resort. It took me back to my grandma's, uh, my grandparents' uh, resort that they ran in central Wisconsin for many, many years. It was called Wachila Resort and it was right near the Dells, about 20 miles away from the Dells. At, at my grandma's and at this resort, there's no TVs in the little cabins, uh, there's no hot tubs. There's no real, there's no pool. Um, it's just the little cabin and then you go to the beach. So it was pretty relaxing, actually. It was nice getting away. Um, we had, at my grandma's, there was only one phone and that was at her house. None of the, none of the cabins had phones. And really, at her resort, uh, you, you didn't even get self-service until, gosh, what, 2008 or so, 2009? Uh, you just couldn't get cell phone service there, so it was really kind of cool. And uh, here at uh, in the Lake Mills Resort, um, there was, it was, cell phone service was pretty sketchy, no Wi-Fi, so um, I couldn't post certain things, and I couldn't uh, do more podcasts there, so that was fine. It was just good to get away, and it was really fun. It was, it was, it was relaxing, and it was getting away from it all and spending time with family there, too. Uh, I got to say, the vintage cabins, um, just the decoration and decorations and the smells, uh, not that they're bad smells, but it's just old cabin smell, and just, just 
those things brought me back years. It brought me back to my childhood when we stayed at my grandma's every summer for a couple weeks. So, man, it was just it was just like the old days. Um, there was one drawback to swimming in the lake. <laughs> I got the swimmer's itch. I don't know if you've ever had that, but um, basically, uh, you get welts on your skin and they itch like crazy. Um, I was talking with my sister-in-law about their weekend up north at my mom's place in northern Wisconsin, northern Wisconsin, and my nieces and nephews got a case of that as well. So it causes discomfort. It itches like crazy. Um, I did look up some information about it. Basically, it's a, a small parasite that the snails emit, and also uh, birds uh, can uh, add the parasite to the water. And basically, you don't want to be wading in shallow water. Also, um, uh, if you get out of the water, dry off with a towel. Don't air dry because basically the parasite will die on your skin and cause that irritation. So there you go. There's your little health update. Um, I think about putting up a, a, a post about that too. Just information as we head into the 4th of July weekend. Um, but I'm almost all better. I just got a couple welts left and uh, we'll move forward. It's... Uh, it's just part of life in 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 the Midwest. So um, our other little trip we went on uh, last Wednesday, Julie Ryan and I traveled to Winona, Minnesota. And uh, wow, that sounded very Minnesotan. Winona, Minnesota. Yeah, there. Eh? Um, he's attending Winona State University in August. So we are all starting new adventures very soon um, as we all go on our way. Uh and we had to go down there to get him registered for college. It was uh, it was a little rainy, but uh, in fact, it poured down there when he was registering. But uh, you know, Winona is a beautiful town, and Winona State is a beautiful campus. It's wedged right between the bluffs, and there's this really cool uh, bluff that sticks up. It's called Sugarloaf, and I have a picture of it on my on the Small Scale Life Instagram account. You can see it there, and also it shows up on uh, Small Scale Life Facebook page but um it's called sugarloaf and it's wedged uh, the college is wedged between those bluffs and then the mississippi river right downtown winona so it's uh it's great it, it was a quick trip just overnight and we were excited that that ryan is going to start his adventure there he really enjoyed the campus um he's going to be uh, his roommate is his buddy here from from high school so i think he's going to really like it hopefully in the He'll study and not like it too much. So one of the uh, they did have various presentations there, and one of the pre- presentations that really caught our attention was that from the financial aid office. Um, they walked through uh, all of their the pages on their website. Uh, the presenter was good; he had a great sense of humor, especially for financial stuff. Um, but he they walked us through the costs and how to pay for school. And it's stunning that a school, a state school like Winona State, costs about $18,000 per year. Let me say that again, $18,000 per year. And that includes tuition, that includes fees, the laptop, and housing, plus a meal plan. Uh, the books, the supplies, and <clears throat> entertainment like the beer money <clears throat> are extra. He can't be drinking. He's not 21 yet. But um, entertainment are extra. So that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. And if you haven't built up that war chest uh, of cash to pay for college or built up a 429 
fund for college, uh, you or the student will be taking out a lot of loans. And uh, if you think about it, 18000 times four, assuming a four-year graduation plan, that's $72,000 for tuition, fees, laptop, and housing. $72,000. Let that sink in for a minute. So, yeah, yikes. If you get a worthless degree <laughs> or a degree that doesn't equate to a job, then wow, you're really in debt and you're really struggling. And uh, unfortunately, I think a lot of our students are in that boat. My message uh, for parents and students, get saving now. If, uh, if you have a plan to go to college, save, get working and save. Uh, and, or explore other options. You can go to look at trades. You know, there's a lot of good trades out there. A lot of people are doing some really good stuff and starting side businesses and doing all kinds of work in the trades. And I really recommend looking at the trades and learning a skill like that. Or um, you can go in the military. Those are still options out there. Or you can do like Aaron Clary says and become a reconnaissance man or woman. And that would be to explore the world for a year. We do have friends whose, uh, uh, whose children or young adults are out in the world teaching English or being nannies or doing other like training um, all across the world. And they, they work for a while and they get a different job in a different country and go live there for a while and then get a different job in a different country and go there for a while. I mean – they, they do this and uh, uh, live kind of a minimalist lifestyle. We're going to talk more about that in the future, the minimalist lifestyle. But um, there's different ways to go about it, and uh, you have to think about where you want to go. Oh, Peace Corps is an option, too. So, um, yeah, we'll be talking about student debt as we, uh, as we move along. Probably not in this podcast, so I'll talk about that later. So all in all, it was a good trip. We got to see some local sites and eat some local food. It was great. Uh, we're excited for Ryan to be begin this next phase of life. We're excited to begin our next phase of life, too. So it'll be sad to see him go, but not so much. So <laughs> we're excited for him. Um, we, yeah, good things are coming. So stay tuned, everybody. It is going to be totally different here in September when... Uh, the boys are starting are in the middle of their starting off on their adventures, uh, living on their own, and we are living in a different place on our own. So it is going to be we're going to be empty nesters. It's kind of weird, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna take a, just a quick break, and then we'll come right back. We're gonna hear from the sponsors of Small Scale Life, and then we'll jump right back into becoming debt free. So stay tuned. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll be right back to remind you about the Small Scale Life Facebook group. This group will give you a backstage pass and access to other members of the Small Scale Life community. We'll discuss gardening, healthy lifestyle, frugal living, and having adventures along the way. This is also your chance to see what's coming up on Small Scale Life. See some content not shared on the blog and ask questions of future guests. Join Small Scale Life's Facebook group today. Do you want to share your gardening story and experiences? Do you have questions about plants, blight, or critters? Do you want to join a fun community online? You should join us at the Small Scale Gardening Facebook group. I created this group in April of 2015 so that people could share their gardening and harvest preservation stories. Our group has everything from container gardeners to homesteaders to urban farmers. 
Stop by and take a look around and share your story. Continue to learn, do, and grow on the Small Scale Gardening Facebook group. All right, welcome back to the Small Scale Life Podcast. I'd like to thank Austin Quinn over at Vlog Vibes for that uh, for that music. He did a great job. Uh, we're going to exit with his tune as well. So really appreciate the work he's done. And uh, looking forward to working with him some more to get some other cool tunes up here for you. So, okay, as I mentioned early in the show... Having a pile of debt around is like a bad skunk smell. It just lingers around and makes you very uncomfortable over time. And it just doesn't seem to go away, ever. <laughs> you know, having debt is just one of those things that people in uh, modern America expect to have. You know, we wake up in homes that are mortgaged, mortgaged homes. We drive leased cars or cars with loans on them. Uh, we drive on roads that have been financed. We, we, uh, we put that morning Starbucks or lunch on the credit card. Uh, we work in businesses that use lines of credit to pay their bills, especially their payroll. And then we drive back home on those fina- you know, government-financed roads and, and back to that mortgage, mortgage home and maybe, maybe stop by Walmart or another store to buy something, throw it on the credit card. And then uh, go to bed, wash, rinse, and repeat, start it all over again. So we have just gotten way too comfortable with having debt. And it wasn't always like that. It really it really wasn't. Um, I don't think our grandparents and, and maybe even our parents had as much debt as we do these days. Um, you know, having lived through the crash of 2008, I figured we would have learned our lesson. Um, according to the New York Times, we have not learned this lesson. So I found a article from May 17th, and uh, the quote, the pull quote, is Americans have now borrowed more money than they had at the height of the credit bubble in 2008, just in 2008, just as the global mar- uh, financial system began to collapse. In May, household debt had climbed to $12.7 trillion, trillion with a T. And while politicians, bankers, and others might celebrate because our spending on uh, that spending on consumer goods, education, and housing, uh, it's a horrible signal that we've learned nothing from this economic meltdown. We just continue to throw it on the credit card on all different levels, whether it's government and our houses, schools, um, churches, wherever. We are just we are taking out the credit card and running it. And, uh, you know, doing some more research about this, we, we learned our lesson for a little bit. You know, household debt actually decreased for 19 quarters after 2008, the crash of 2008. So for 19 quarters, we were actually re- decreasing our debt. Uh, but we seemed to turn the corner in 2013. I don't know if there was pent-up demand or, or what was magical about 2013. I'll have to look into that. But we started to pile on the debt again. And I guess maybe everybody thought we were clear or maybe debt rules uh, tight, uh, loosened up. I don't know what it was. But 
we started charging again, charging like crazy. So let's take a look at our debt. What is debt? Our mortgages are huge. That is the number one leader of debt. And right now we've got $8.6 trillion, which consists of 68% of our debt. Now I'm not talking about government debt. That is on a whole different scale. And man, those guys could certainly use a little bit of uh, financial trading up there. They just continue to swipe that card on everything. But uh, but for consumers like you and me, uh, most of our debt is in mortgage. $8.6 trillion. Crazy. Student loans, that's coming up there too. It came out of nowhere like the dark horse. Now it's up $1.3 trillion. And that's a lot of a lot of education there. A really big bubble that's starting to blow up. Uh, cars, car loans, that's about $1.1 trillion in debt. It's really amazing. I mean, look at that. $8.6 trillion, $1.3 trillion, $1.1 trillion. That, that's just it boggles the mind. It just boggles the mind. And you look at credit card debt, and it's about uh, seven hundred, almost eight hundred billion dollars, seven hundred ninety-seven billion dollars. And uh, you know there is a percentage of that that is paid off every month. Probably, a, well, what's that? Two hundred eighty billion is paid off every month. But five hundred and twenty-nine, five hundred and thirty billion uh, is carried every month. People are carrying $530 billion as a balance. You know, it's it's really, really stunning. And, um, you know, again, we have this, uh, we're too comfortable with debt, I think. Really too comfortable with it. Uh, we talked a little bit about student loans, you know, 72000 for a four-year degree. And... Uh, We'll be coming back to that. Uh, we'll be coming back to that topic in a separate podcast. I think uh, be good to have some other folks on to talk about that. Uh, it is a big issue; it needs to be addressed. I think uh, you know me personally, uh, being an engineer, I see, I've seen where the trends are going, and uh, we seem to be just piling on the education. And uh, probably, um, you know, these employers are wanting a master's degree where a bachelor's degree was was fine before um and you know we really need to think about what we're doing and uh why all this education is necessary i i don't know if it is especially in my field as an engineer i've been vocal about this before i don't think you need a master's to be an engineer i just don't but that's a story for another time uh we'll focus today on the credit card debt um Looking at another source of information about credit cards, uh, I looked at this blog called Magnify Money, and uh, the author Hannah Mounds has posted a number of interesting stats about credit card debt, including um, the average household credit card debt owed is about $8,500, at $8,448. That was as of December 2016. And it's actually down 20%. We're down. It used to be around $10,000 per household. We're down to $8,500 per household. And uh, that $10,000 watermark, that was that was around the crash of 2008. Um, currently, about 195 million America, Americans have credit cards. 195 million Americans. Uh <laughs> The average consumer, uh, a consumer has an average number of credit cards. They have 2.3 credit cards. That's an average number of credit cards per consumer. Um, 122 million Americans carry a credit card balance each month. And the average credit card debt per person is $4,300. So, um, 
you know, 31% of households carry a balance all year. They just keep rolling that, uh, keep rolling that debt. Um, businesses and credit card companies have invested a lot of time and money to understand consumers, us. They spend a lot of time understanding us and our buying patterns and habits. Um, if you've heard of Dame Ramsey, he's been a big hero of ours. Dave Ramsey from Ramsey Solutions talks about this all the time. He tells us about a study where McDonald's found that people spend 47% more when using a credit card instead of cash. And uh, you spend more with that credit card because you don't feel the pain of handing over those green bills that you work so hard for. It's your time, your sweat, your toil, your your time, really. Earned you those green bills. And you just don't, you know, when you throw it on the card, it's just a robotic response. You just swipe the card. It's there. See you later. Bye. When you hand over those bills, you actually feel it a little bit. Um. And I know some people have talked about, well, uh, you know, I pay my bills on time. I pay, pay the minimum balance. And you're just, you know, you're not beating the system. You are getting uh, hammered by interest and fees. And uh, you might think those rewards are working for you. But nine times out of ten, you're not collecting on those. You're not using the rewards or you can't use the rewards. And, uh, you know, let's face it, a lot of times people just don't pay on time or they don't pay off those credit cards. And we were there. We were not paying it off every month. We were carrying a balance. So, you know, Michael Jordan, beekeeper extraordinaire, mead maker, award-winning mead maker, really great guy. Had him on the podcast. Uh, and we're going to be playing a great episode for uh going to have a great episode with him, three-part episode. We actually talked a little bit about um, money, and um, we talked a little bit about jobs, time, money, and uh, in our recent interview, and it was kind of a pre-show chat that we we had, and uh, you know, talking with Michael and got his agreement to play this little clip for you. So let me play this little brief conversation we had about uh, time and money. So hold on. And we talk about the middle class and, and uh, you know, why. It kind of gets into the why are we borrowing money. So hold on for just a second. Here we go. But you don't have the time, especially uh, the majority of the people in the United States that make over $60,000 a year is minimal. Yeah. $60,000 a year to 180000 is your middle class. Yep, yep. Right? And, and for me to work to get that, I would have to work two jobs with my wife to get that. I mean, that's what we do now to work on that. When I worked for the Army Corps of Engineers, I made the upper the upper end of that. Yeah. You know, I, was, I was making the $150,000 to $180,000 a year, but I was never home. Yep. I mean, you're in different countries, you're in different parts of the world, you're building fueling facilities, you're 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 refurbishing buildings and stuff around the world, mm-hmm. satellite stations. So if you're not at home, you can't do all this other stuff. Right. True. So big money comes with either a long time of going to school, learning, getting education, really applying it. And if you're learning it and applying it, you do well, but that takes a long time to get to a state of staying at home and being cool, or you make big money out on the bout trying to do all that you can and you're never home to do it. Because you make that big money, you're out competing to make that happen. Or you're complacent, you get a mediocre job that does mediocre things in your home all the time. But not only I have the mediocre job, I'm also working down at my friend's uh, small engine repair shop, you know, a couple times a week or 
you know, I picked up a job at the mini mart on a Sunday or mm-hmm. I'm the night guy that checks in people at the hotel after my job sometimes because, you know, I got my job that has my insurance. But after that, I have nothing for extra. I live pay t- paycheck to paycheck. Right, right. Which is the majority of the people. That's I think Jack Spirko even said it's like 73 percent of the nation is a paycheck to paycheck liver, a uh, liver and that they all make around $35,000 a year. So, you know, 73% of your people in the America making $35,000 a year is a lot of people that are living paycheck to paycheck. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, and, and as you know, your your uh, income goes up, your expenses seem to go up, your spending goes up as, as well. So you're suddenly making that good wage and... Pfft, all that money's gone paying for your cars that you're leasing or the bigger mortgage and all that stuff. That's something that we're going to start digging into on my blog a little bit is minimalism and not, you know, trying Minimalism. to declutter your life and de- you know, get rid of the stress a little bit. You know, I mean, I, I was a consultant engineer working for the railroad. So I was like you, I was bouncing around and working on projects and, and uh, we could probably have a conversation about fueling facilities because a bunch of my guys worked on fueling facilities. That was our bread and butter. But uh, uh, for the railroads, not for uh, the co- the core. But, uh, you know, with the railroads, you go where they go. And it's all over the country. And it was – I remember one June I was home for like uh, five or six days. And the rest, it was on the road across the country. So, you know, there's so many pieces of this. And, and so many people um, are living paycheck to paycheck. Uh, Michael Jordan is exactly correct. We are we are borrowing money because wages have been stagnant, and we uh, there's a lot of people that are living beyond their means means and financing that through their credit cards. Um, you know, we're just taking too much debt on to keep up appearances and buy more stuff, you know, or, or lease that car because that says something about me or buy this house because that says something about me. And, uh, you know, is it really worth it? You got to ask yourself, is it worth it? Um, I do like the other point that Michael makes and that we were talking about is time and the value of time and uh, minimalism. There's that minimalism thing again. Uh, We are going to get into those pieces, those topics in future podcasts, but uh, there is a value to your time. And, uh, you know, um, time and stress, actually. How much stress are you willing to take on? Are you willing to take on that, uh, that VP job that has you running all the time overseas or traveling all the time you're always away from your family or you're stressed out you're eating out you're getting um, you know getting a a belly because you know you're eating junk and not moving um, not sleeping well and developing a whole host of other um, health problems been there done that got the t-shirt and uh, you know even with this debt julie and i have been there and done that with this stuff you know we've we've done the uh the appearance spending so and borrowing and spending so um you know you got to ask yourself those questions and do some of that introspection a little bit about us you know since we got married in college and uh we were pretty young and uh julie and i were just talking about this you know a lot of our married life we have been in survival mode you know getting keeping lights on keeping the food on the table keeping the bills paid making sure that we have clothes and and uh we're functioning 
you know. Uh, and we've borrowed right away. We borrowed money. We borrowed money uh, to buy our first car. We borrowed money to buy our first the computer that got me through school. Uh, I'm sure we borrowed money to pay for textbooks. You know, we borrowed money so I could complete college. We borrowed money to buy houses. We borrowed money for travel and trips and other silly things. Um, but we borrowed money and I got my first credit card when I was in college. I got a free t-shirt. I got a U of M credit card. Woohoo. University of Minnesota credit card. Awesome. Awesome. Credit. Awesome. But we racked up debt all throughout our marriage and, uh, we worked hard to eliminate it, especially after the crash of 2008. You know, I remember Julie and I, even before the crash of 2008, we were sitting on a beach at my grandma's resort and we were looking at each other going, man, we cannot keep doing this. We got to change. And, uh, and and that's when we discovered Dave Ramsey started really digging into that. So we've we've for a long time we've 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 played with the Def, Dave Ramsey program, but um, really when we got down, we got focused and uh, really started focusing on things. That's when things happened, especially that budget. And we'll be talking more about that uh, in the future. So um, one other thing about debt, um, it really does limit. Your freedom, if you think about it, there you know. There's an old proverb that says the borrower, the borrower is slave to the lender, and borrowing money, it really does eliminate your options about where you live, and what you can buy, where you work, and uh, what career options you have. Think about it. Um, if like us, we had a high mortgage for our house down in Illinois. It was high, and we had high taxes to boot. We also carried some credit card debt. We had bills to pay, utilities, and other things. Um, when the crash of 2008 happened, you know, I had clients that were calling me up and telling me, you know, I uh, really like you. You're a great consultant, but uh, I got to keep my own employees working. You are a tool to me, and right now I've got to put that tool down and make sure my people still have a job. And... Uh, you know, I had clients calling up and doing this to me, and they were walking away from from me and our company, and and you know, keeping their own jobs in place. And that's and that's the way it is. Um, you know, our company, like many companies back then, they were looking to reduce staff. I had to lay off employees, and there were times when I thought I was I was going to be laid off. I mean, there were times when I thought my boss is coming to town. He didn't tell me what we're doing. And I'm going to get laid off. And, uh, man, that was some really, those were hard times. Because, um, you know, there's no way we could pay our bills if I was laid off. You know, no way. And and then you throw in the fact that Jules worked for a, cons- uh, a contracting comp- uh, construction company, electrical contractor. And there's no building projects going on. There's no construction projects going on. The trades were being laid off all over Chicago area. Um, you know, at one point, I think uh, 70 to 80% of the electrical tradesmen were, were home. They were laid off. And uh, the odds, I mean, so many companies went under. It was just, it was frightening. Um, so if both of us lost our job, or if I lost my job, or if she lost her job, there's just no way we could pay pay off our bills. There's no way we could pay our bills. How would we pay for our mortgage? Um, we had assumed way too much debt. We had way too much house. We had way too high. The taxes were way too high. Um, and we really had to think about 
what we were doing and what our future looked like. And and I decided back then, and how we were spending our money too, we had to make changes. I, I just said, I'm never, ever going to be in this position again. And it really came down to, we had to make the changes. We had to do something different. To not get into that situation again, we had to think differently about this stuff. We had to approach it differently. And um, and over time, I mean, we haven't been perfect. <laughs> Nobody is, but we haven't been perfect, you know. Um, you know, and, and and we, but we did have to make changes, and that is the reason for creating this particular episode today, and and the podcast and small scale life. Really, I mean, all those things. Um, what happened in 2008 down in Illinois, it was the it was the catalyst for small-scale gardening, which led to small-scale life, which led to this podcast, which led to this episode, which led to the news today. And I've got some great news that uh, – I've got some great news. So um, we've been carrying a little credit card. We've got a, a, a small credit card, and, you know, we've been carrying a balance on it. Um, and as of Wednesday, you know, Jules had some big weddings over the weekend and we've been, we've been plugging away, working hard. And, uh, as of Wednesday, Jules made that one final payment to the bank on that credit card. And uh, yesterday morning, uh, nine o'clock in the morning, Jules sent me an email and she shows me that zero balance in that, in that account to confirm it. And, oh, it felt great. It was that it, it's just a little credit card, but man, it just sticks around. You know that balance sticks around, and it, it takes up resources that could go to other places. And and paying that thing off, we get one step closer to being debt free. One step closer, and in a couple of weeks, we've got we've got some really exciting news because we will truly be debt free. We will be. And that last bit of debt is going to be done. Five-year chain we've had around our neck is going to be cut free. And we're going to come back on the air, and we're going to do a really fun podcast because we will be debt-free. And I'm going to drag Jules on the air for that one. That'll be a lot of fun. So ready, Jules? Better be ready. Get your stuff ready. We're going to be on the show. (laughs) We might even have to do a debt-free scream. Do our own on our own show. Why not? You know? Can't get through to Dave Ramsey. So we'll do it here. We'll do it live. (laughs) But uh, it is exciting. I mean, you know, like I said, it's been a chaotic, crazy summer. But one by one, day by day, we are approaching something new, something fun, something different. And it's not going to be like it was before. And, uh... It'll be interesting, so stay tuned. Things are, you know, this whole year from where we are today. If you come back, if you if you took a spaceship, went up to the moon and came, or Mars and came back a year in a year, uh, this thing is going to be so different. We are going to be so different because uh, there's just going to be we're going to be in a different place completely. So stick around; it's going to be a lot of fun. The journey is going to be fun. So what I will tell you is that becoming debt free is a process. It's not easy. It's like going on a diet. It's like losing weight, you know? It can be hard and it can take a lot of time. You've got to break some habits. You've got to you've got to stop your spending. It's like eating. You've got to stop eating the junk. You've got to stop buying the junk. You know, there's it is kind of interesting. Jules talks about this all the time. You kind of get into sync 
You know, if you're getting, you're working on the diet piece and, oh, hey, the money thing is kind of the same thing. And you start to, things start to, the wheel of your life starts to turn, you know, and it starts to be balanced. And, uh, you know, you need to start, whether it's dieting or with this uh, debt debt free, becoming debt free process, you need to start with the end in sight, to have a very powerful why. Kevin Geary talks about this all the time on RebootedBody.com. Have a very positive, a very powerful why. Not just, I want to be debt-free, but I want to be debt-free because I want to, I want to, you know, donate more money to something, you know, or I want to, you know, downsize my house, or that's how you're going to do it. But, you know, just come up with your powerful why. What do you, what do you want? You know, what do you want to do? What, what, why are you doing this? And uh, even in the tough times, that's, that why, that why will keep you on track and focused. And there will be tough times. I mean, it's no joke. Uh, Dave Ramsey talks about it all the time. You start to get on a budget, you start to you know, make some progress and all of a sudden Murphy comes calling, you know, remember Murphy, you know, if it, if, if it going to rain at a will or, you know, without a doubt, your car will break down and you'll be tempted to pull out that credit card and, Hey, I got to fix the car, you know, or I've got to buy the clothes for a party. I've got a medical thing. You know, it's just all these things keep coming up. It's like, it's that Murphy and you got to have your budget in place and you've got to get a savings, you know, a thousand dollars in savings, start that emergency fund. So you aren't tempted to use that credit card. The, the, the thousand dollars in the bank, that little emergency fund, that is your Murphy repellent. I mean, it is a different feeling when you go to the, the garage and your car's broken down and the, and the mechanic fix it and he says here's your bill and you go here's cash and you just pay the guy pay the guy <laughs> it was the weirdest feeling when i did that first here's some cash here you go done um yeah so you got to change your mindset you know and it's hard it is hard but uh you know it's it's a journey and we're going to be talking about journeys here in the next two podcasts. It's kind of a theme. This this debt journey, becoming debt free journey, and then uh, and then Michael Jordan's journey. We're going to talk about that in the next podcast. But uh, you know, you got to start. You know, and it's and it can be hard, and you, but you need to start today. Journey of a million miles begins with a single step. So change your mind today. So where do you go? Where's some good resources out there to get you on the right track? Well. As I mentioned, Jules and I are big fans, huge fans of Dave Ramsey, uh, DaveRamsey.com. And check out his site. I'll have a link in the show notes. Go there. It's the Get Started link. You know, you're going to be starting with the baby steps. Listen to his radio show. Listen to his podcast. He's got a YouTube channel. He's got all kinds of resources on his website to help you. Um, his Total Money Makeover book is fantastic. And, you know, get into it. Listen Listen to it and, uh, and, and think about it, uh, but don't think too long. Stop doing what you're doing. The only way you can change is to stop and go a different direction, right? And, in, and sometimes it feels like you're steering the Titanic. It doesn't move very quickly, but you make small steps and suddenly you've changed direction. But it's really worth it. It's really worth it. And you have to do the work to help yourself. So check out DaveRamsey.com. 
Now, there's another resource out there. Um, Julie and I have done this one too. It's Crown Financial Ministries. It's usually done through churches, but they've got a similar program, so check that out. Uh, if you don't care for a Christian perspective, you don't want to do that, you want to do something a little more irreverent, then you can always check out local author Aaron Clary's books called uh, Bachelor Pad Economics. That's one of his books. He's got a uh, he talks about budgie, lazy, lazy man's budget he's got in there. And it's fairly early in the book, like uh, 30 pages in or so. But he talks about getting on a budget and staying, spending within your means. And he also talks about minimalism in there. And he's got other books as well um, about student loans, uh, about you know pre-college, what you should do, the Reconnaissance Man book. I've talked about that before. And then preparing for retirement. Poor Richard's Retirement, which I'm currently listening to on Audible. Um, so he's discussing these perspectives, from uh, these things from a different perspective. And if you like a little crass, you like a little irreverent, go with Aaron. If you want a little, uh, a little more family friendly and uh, focused uh, with a little Christian bent, you can go to Dave Ramsey or Crown. So those are three resources there that are pretty good. Do not go to the payday loan guys. Don't go to the 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 debt reduction or the credit reduction services, but go go start with a budget and uh, go to these resources. They will help you. Um, I'll also have a link to a video showing Dave Ramsey's uh, baseline budgeting done by um, someone, one of our, uh, someone I know here on the net. Um, the name escapes me, but I'll have it a link in the show notes. So go there, go see it, and you'll get a feel, feeling and a flavor for baseline budgeting. So Start with a budget. Start with a written budget. That is the key. And follow the baby steps. I would I would really recommend Dave Ramsey. He's got a baby step program that you just follow. And it's going to take time. Just be prepared. It's just going to take time. Um, there's a lot to discuss about becoming debt free, and uh, the time it can get it can get hard, and it can get to be a long process. But uh, but there is no better feeling than not having any payments to some, you know, lender <laughs> when you pay off everything, when you pay off that first credit card, when you pay off that car loan, when you pay off that student loan, no better feeling. And it's possible. You can do it. We have friends that have paid off their houses by now. Uh, in their early 40s, they paid off their houses. Aaron Clary just paid off his house. So you can do it. We can do it. We can do it with you. Um we're going to have more shows about this. Um, and it really ties into minimalism and uh, some of the other topics we're going to get into. And the good thing is, Julie really likes this stuff. So we can do minimalism shows and budgeting shows, and she'll really she'll participate. So I'm really excited about that, too. Um, Jules and I can help you with this stuff, too. So stay tuned. We'll do more shows on becoming debt-free in the future. Um, other than that, boy, uh, we've got some great stuff coming up for you. Uh, as I mentioned several times, we've got the, uh, Michael Jordan is, uh, the interview with Michael Jordan. I'm really, uh, excited about that series. Uh, Michael is a fantastic guy, just really good guy. We talk about oh, all things. We talk about, uh, his journey, um, not only from his 
previous life working for the Army Corps of Engineers. You heard a little bit of there in the clip to uh, the turning point when he started getting to, getting into beekeeping and what what that trigger point was, and then his journey across the world, learning about beekeeping and really becoming an expert. And now he's got businesses and he's teaching people all over the world and he's teaching kids all about bees. So we talk small businesses, we talk mead, we talk bees, we talk about all kinds of stuff. And he is awesome. I mean, I don't even talk much in that episode because my mind is blown. I mean, he is that good. So, um, Stay tuned for that. That'll be a great episode and a really good fun series. And uh, Michael Jordan, thank you for your time. But I wanted to thank you for tuning into this episode and the previous episodes. Like I said, we just hit the 10,000 mark. We're approaching the 11,000 mark. Is that right? Yes, we're approaching the 11,000 mark. So keep tuning in. Thank you very much. We appreciate you. Uh, we don't charge for this work. We don't charge for these episodes or the blog posts. So please share this with your friends. Um, sign up on the website. Um, you know, talk about these shows with other people. Um, you know, we appreciate you. So hopefully you'll uh, we'll share us around. You know, we do a good job here, right? I think when we're not uh, having technical issues. But uh, <laughs> my words to you is get out there and try something new this week. Enjoy the 4th of July weekend. It's going to be a good one. Um, you know, spend some time with family, but try something new. You know, try something new. So remember always to learn, do, and grow. This is Tom from the Small Scale Life Podcast. We'll, uh, we'll see you next time, and uh, we'll have another episode coming right up. So thank you very much, everybody. See you soon.